What's up? This is Boombox Massacre. This is Josh Reisberg, and you're listening to NWCZ Radio. I'm John. James. Nate. Kevin from the Val Red Falcons. Uh, that like, sounded like Vale Red Falcons. And this is the Val Red Falcons. You're listening to NWCZ Radio. You're surfing through another dimension. A dimension of podcasts and real-time streaming. Of content both live and, quote-unquote, on tape. It covers Washington, Oregon, B.C., and even Idaho. Existing between the summit of man's technology and the depths of his cave. There's the web banner up ahead. Your next stop, the Northwest Convergence Zone. selected hops for the finest grains or pure artesian brewing water but you'd taste the difference if we didn't so we do olympia it's the water and a lot more welcome back welcome back brothers and sisters to the northwest Convergent zone here in the deep, dark heart of the Proctor District in Tacoma. We got the whole gang here today. It's like a, it's, it's New Year's reunion party. It's awesome. It's good <laughs> to have and, everybody uh, back. Yeah, it we is, man. Break out the bottle yet. Yeah. I, don't... yeah um... <laughs> <laughs> I got that. You know what? I'm gonna, I got that on Wednesday when I walk, I just happened to roll in on Gimmer's show. <laughs> and it was Jake's last show, which I had no idea until like five minutes before the show. I saw it posted. Yep. And I just wander in here and I grab a seat like I do. I like to watch what they're doing because it's a fun show. And uh, Evan breaks out the old, hey, man, I thought you'd at least, you know, have a shot for us since it's Jake's last show. I'm like, this isn't my show. That's you on you guys. He's not leaving my show. He's leaving your show. You bring the shots. Yeah. Well, he's not actually leaving the show show. No, the but big he's, wheels he, show. he's just yeah. he's got a different work schedule. So right. he can't make it on Wednesday nights. The Rock Pit. He's the Rock Pit. Yeah, that's so. right. Hey, uh, let's get right into it because we got another full hour. Let's do We're it. Starting it off with some very, very good friends of ours from right here in T-Town. They got a uh, CD release party coming up this Friday at New Frontier. There you go. The Vile Red Falcons.
Hey, there's a big CD release party going on this Friday. That would be Friday the 13th, which is the best day to leave the house because you never know what the hell is going to happen. Get your asses on down to the New Frontier Lounge where one of our favorite bands, and I say that because they are actually the first band we ever interviewed on the Northwest Convergence Zone show. And they opened... They don't like a sticker I don't, or something? I don't even it? think they know this, but they opened a lot of doors for us. They kicked off a lot of things for us, and we owe right a lot on. to these guys. Um, they're very good friends of ours. The Vile Red Falcons have a brand new CD. Com- uh, it's coming out this Friday. Uh, we have some advanced tracks, which we feel very privileged. Under Your Skin is the name of the CD, and what you heard right there was Touch from it. We've got a couple. Sounded very sexy. Oh, these guys, <laughs> nice. these guys are awesome. <laughs> hey, guys, how's it going? Not Pretty great. good. How are you? Doing Welcome good. to yeah. the new year. Yeah. New CD. You guys got lots of new stuff going on. A CD release party. Uh, who else is on this bill? We have The Fuzz and Surreal Sutra, right? Yeah. They're going to be joining you yeah, guys? Yeah, they're both yeah. great bands. Surreal Sutra kicks ass. The Fuzz kicks ass. Get out and see it. Vile Red Falcons kick ass. All right. Thanks for stopping by, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need. Have a good night. No, you know, but I wanted to say thank you because you guys have uh, a... I don't know how long you've had this up, but the vileredfalcons.com is the website. How long have you had the website? Uh, three years. Huh? Three yeah, years? Yeah, I don't like, think I've ever seen it before. I think we had four songs kind of written, and we were like, okay, uh, do you got 15 bucks so we can buy a domain name? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I've always been, uh, you know, gone to either your MySpace back in the day yeah. when we started, and then also uh, on Facebook. I don't even know you had one, and I go on to it. It's very cool. And... If you look on there, they have our logo right there. So nice. big thanks to the guys. And little pictures of them and their little with their families. Yeah. And with <laughs> their nice. pets. Puppies and kids. Having lunch. Buy a red picnic. Pets. So rock and roll. So tell us about the new CD, Under Your Skin. You guys have been working hard on it. Uh, tell us when you guys first started working on this. <laughs> so uh, we, we, our first day in the studio was January 1st of 2011. A year ago. Over a year ago. You yeah. went into the studio on New Year's Day? Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> no wonder it took so long. <laughs> I, I got to say, uh, we, we recorded with Conrad it. Uno. Uh, At who, the Egg. He, he recorded yeah. The Presidents. He recorded yeah. uh, The Super Suckers. They can probably list off a bunch more. Well, and some of the locals around here, the dignitaries were just there. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's good, a lot of good bands go through there. Huge props to Conrad because this dude has his shit dialed in. Mm-hmm. He's super laid back, easy to work with. His gear is amazing. Uh, he's kind of like, yeah. like ours. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, yeah. Uh, I'm glad you didn't say equipment. We would I love worried. guys with amazing yeah. gears. No, yeah. <laughs> this, that cat is like, he's like the Bob Ross of punk rock. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's like, uh, you know, we're, we're sitting there and we're, you know, we're used to going in these studios. You're a like, big Bob uh, Ross fan, are you? I, yeah, oh, yeah. Are you crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, my dad did like stained glass in the garage nice. and stuff like that, dude. Bob Ross and the frugal you put gourmet. A little tree, like, put a little tree over here. Yeah, happy, it's a happy trees, tree, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's like that's like seriously how that guy makes a record. Yeah. You know, we're we're sitting there and we're like, uh, I hear the snare ringing, and he's like, No, man, it's singing. That's great. We never get that. You know, and, I mean, the Just perfect happy little guitars. And- yeah. So when you guys are walking into the studio and you guys know in advance that a lot of big names have gone through there, it's kind of a, you know, in, in band lingo, a hallowed spot. Right. I mean, yes. a lot of cool things have gone mm-hmm. down. There's probably autographs on the wall and pictures hanging of, you know, I've never been there, but I've heard that, you know, it's, it, was it intimidating at all? Were no. you guys intimidated at first or he was just the dude's basement? It's just yeah. some house and there's nothing intimidating about it. I mean, 
it's this tiny little cramped space mm-hmm. in this dude's <laughs> basement and there's you know pictures of shit all over the walls and kind of like our other studio yeah <laughs> totally. you know i mean it um, re- you know remarkably it does feel kind of a lot like this i mean it's just kind of like here's the place let's do the thing yeah. yeah that's why it's so, so easy to work there it's just laid back you're just hanging out making music and he records it yeah. all right well let's go into another track we'll come back and talk uh, more about the show and what you guys have going on uh coming up this year this is uh vile red falcons off their new cd under your skin barry Right there, Vile Red Falcons, Under Your Skin, the name of the brand new CD. Hey, I know um, when you came out with your first one, which we're big fans of and we play a, we play a lot of it on NWCZ Radio, but I know there was, uh, just through interviews we had with you and talking about it, there was kind of a contentious uh, album for you guys um, as far as the process. And it almost broke them up, man. Yeah, it did. It, it was. Them up. I, I, I remember when it actually time. did break them up <laughs> for, about, for about an hour. <laughs> I think I was hanging around and Nate came up and goes, oh, we're done. <laughs> about an hour later, he goes, oh, we're back on. So, hey, uh, tell us about your approach and the process with this CD. You guys happy with it and you guys happy with each other? Yeah, much more so. Um, we, you know, the first album, we were, we were pretty green. We're, not that we're not green anymore, but uh, the first one, you know, we tried to do a lot of the recording, you know, in we tried to do it at our home mm-hmm. and we, we tried to produce it at home and we tried to engineer it at home and master it. And we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, it was just a lot easier with Conrad to go into a place where we let all of the technical stuff be put in the hands of an expert. Mm-hmm. Right. And we just went in and made me, and, and played our instruments. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, e- even some of the, the post production stuff, like some of the mixing and stuff, you know, there were, th- th- we did get a little bit of contention going on there about as far as editing and how to, what to put in, what to keep out. And, um, a lot of times we would defer to Conrad as to, you know, we're stupid. We don't know anything. You know, a lot. <laughs> we suck. You're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we get so, that all the time on our show. Yeah. So we, we just, I, I, I think my process and our process was just to let it 
be put in the hands of somebody that knew, knew what they were doing, and it was a lot easier this time around. Uh, so, Kev, uh, tell us yeah. what what's the big. Uh, this is Kevin. He's the drummer. Um, what was what's the big um, challenge as an individual? And you guys can all chime in on this um, it, with the recording process. It's in Seattle. You guys all have jobs. You have you know families. Um, you're trying to juggle everything. What uh, what did you find to be the biggest challenge in getting this thing to its state of being done? Money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we need more money. You had to get a part-time job. Yeah. Be Santa on, at Christmas at the mall. Yeah. Uh, so it was big. It was money. Did you, did you guys have a um, what's the name of the pages that you know where people bands raise Kickstarter? Did you guys do Kickstarter at all? Nah. No. Actually, they had a Kickstarter, but they let everybody know the day before it was actually going to expire. <laughs> yeah. In normal Violet Falcon fashion. We're, yeah. we're at zero. We have 24 well, hey, hours. So it was like record a little bit, save some more money, pay it, record a little bit, yep. save some yeah. money. Yeah, that's, exactly. you know, that was pretty much it. It kind of, there was the, the three elements of it was that, you know, uh, the, the cash aspect of it, the fact that, you know, uh, Conrad's a busy dude. He's in demand. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, to, to get a spot where enough of us could show up where, you know, I mean. Where everything found a place. Yes, we yeah. have the money. Yes, we all have the day free. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and yeah, and, and we could show up. Conrad could, you know, could book us. We had the cash, you know. I speak a bit to the last album. That one, we kind of gave ourselves a deadline that was a little aggressive. And we were, it was all about the date. And I think that's part of the problem, you know, mm-hmm. with that process. And this one, it was much more of a. Let's just record, and when it's done, it's done. Well, know? tell us about the songwriting process. You have several new songs um, on this, and then some that got crossed over. Would you guys remix and remaster some of the songs? Re-record. Re-record it? Okay, so yeah. <clears throat> some of them, and they're great songs, by the way. So the fact that you Thanks. carried them over, Thanks. I think, is going to be is just bonus. So um, tell us about the songwriting process that you went through on the new tracks. Have you guys? How do you feel you've grown as a band and moved forward from the, the days of the, the Vile Red Falcons 1? Um, I don't want to hog it, I guess, but uh, hog guess, it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somebody. Somebody's got to talk. Holy smokes! Pig. Yeah, that's true. I do that. Pigs don't like it, but I do it anyways. Um, we, uh, I think, the biggest thing for us was that when we started, we, you know, we're just playing live. We're doing this stuff, and we kind of, you know, we like it that way, and we'll play live. And hey, if John's you know, if John or Nate or whoever's having a good time, we'll just roll with it, you know, add 16 bars, who cares? Um, but when we started looking at it in terms of, you know, this, we're going to record this and we're going to put this down and we want it to, we want it to sound good, but we want it to be something that's manageable. We don't want to be hacking at some 30 second portion of a song for two days to get mm-hmm. it right. So well, I um, think we did that. We with one we did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we never did get it right. There's always uh, that one. Yeah. Here we go. Ring the bell. Fights on. Yeah. Falcons, <laughs> La, you heard it here first. <laughs> Falcons broke up yeah. days before their senior release. Actually, we just broke up just now. You yeah. saw it, and yeah. now we're back together. Awesome. <laughs> That's the way I like it. Back <laughs> together by the second bell. What's this makeup breakup crap? We've gotten much more efficient. Uh, <laughs> all right, hey, let's go to another track, and we'll come back, and we're going to talk about the CD release party and uh, what. You gotta have all planned for that. This is Under Your Skin is the name of the CD, Vile Red Falcons. They're our guest title track. Well, the track of this is Shut Up. Once I was just a little kid, 
All right, name of that track is Shut Up by Red sure Falcons. Like the one year was worth it. Oh, they! I was just gonna say. It sounds uh, good. I don't guys. know if you guys recognize it because a lot of times when you're in it, you know, you're you're grinding along and so forth. But the growth that you guys have had from the first time I saw you, album number one to this is amazing. That that sounds phenomenal, it does. guys. It sounds great. Cool. And if you guys, if you have those of you out there listening, if you have not seen the Viral Red Falcons live. It's a very fun show. These guys lay it down just like you're hearing it right there, full of energy. And one of my favorite things is you guys usually somewhere in the middle sneak in a cover song. Yeah. And I've, so I've heard all, all different kinds. Uh, you have your CD release party coming up. It's January 13th. That's this Friday at the uh, New Frontier Lounge, uh, which is right here in Tacoma. Any? Uh, can you give us a sneak peek on? You got any cover songs coming up that we can? Well, nothing we planned, hear? but it hasn't even come up in conversation uh, through the holidays. You know, we kind of went on hiatus for a little while, and it's all we can do to just <laughs> learn how to play the songs again. <laughs> yeah, um, like all our songs feel like covers now. No, is there, <laughs> is, there uh, is there a cost for this event? I don't know. It's not on the poster. It's got to be dollars. five bucks. It's a new frontier. Yeah, I want to yeah, say five. Yeah, yeah okay, five. so five bucks. Get there early. And yeah. I want to know which one of your wives actually made the poster for the show. Yes. That was me. It was our Nate. wife, Nate. <laughs> Nate's his own That wife. was actually you, Nate? <laughs> yeah. Wow, we were sure it was, awesome. we, were, we figured it was actually Heather because yeah. it, was, it was professional well, no, looking. Because <laughs> it was so good, we couldn't imagine you did it. For real, it was like, wait a minute. No. <laughs> yeah, we had that conversation on Wednesday on Gimmer's show. Yeah, according <laughs> according to her, she was out because uh, uh, my wife and uh, uh, Nate's wife, Tara, and uh, all the kids, they go out and play all the time. And I guess supposedly they were out hanging out and she subliminally suggested it to Tara and then <laughs> Tara whispered it into Nate's ear in the two hours of sleep that he gets a week. And, um, and I was awesome. like, hey, I got a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all mine. No, it's very, it's a super cool poster. We've yeah. got a copy of it. It's going on the wall shortly. That's awesome. awesome. Um, so, uh, the going back to the cover songs what what are some of your favorite songs to cover what what are oh, some we've of we've played uh what is it doves yeah when yeah. doves cry when doves cry by yeah. prince uh, uh, i heard one by uh, cracker yeah, yeah. Was, oh yeah that well yeah it was low i believe yep yeah, yeah that's CDC. why uh, you know yeah. i think our my favorite cover song that we ever did we only did it once was when we did thriller at the stone yeah, that oh, yeah. was <laughs> at our Beyond halloween awesome. show we were all dressed up as zombies nice. and we played thriller and that I was there. dance floor was <laughs> Pounding. Yeah. That was yeah. awesome. I can. Uh, I, I missed that. That, that was the apex awesome. of our of our. Career. We did it right there. Somebody else's <laughs> song from yeah. that point on. All down. Yeah. 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 It's all sucked after. We that. did a Christmas show one time. You know, too, he wrote some other songs. Awesome. Yeah, the yeah. Christmas show. We did was a bunch fun. of Christmas uh, songs, like like four Christmas songs. We did like yeah. a Tool version of Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> 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 That's pretty bad. So, are you guys excited about this about Friday? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. All right. I think everybody should be. I'm going to be there. I hope everybody out there listening is going to be there. I. I have a feeling this place is going to be packed out. And it's five bucks, New Frontier Lounge. We're talking about the Vile Red Falcons, uh, the brand new CD. And um, so get there. How much is it going to cost? How, the CD is going to cost? Dollars. We're we guessing just $5. Oh. Guessing five Wait bucks. a minute. No, we're talking about oh, the new CD. CD no, 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 I'm talking about the CD. How much is the CD going to cost? It just be 10 Ten, yeah. we ten feel bucks. it's worth every bit of ten. Bucks. Absolutely, and you ten can. Tracks, they right? spent a year paying <laughs> yeah. for it. Yeah. Pay ten bucks for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> and the money. You can hear the ta- the songs right here on NWCZ Radio because uh, and all week long. You, I th- aren't aren't they coming in on your show? Wednesday night they'll be here on the Rock Pit. Actually, I debuted one of their tracks yeah. uh, 
off the album here like a two two and a half months ago. That's how long these guys are taking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, yeah that We're was, like Axl Rose. That, that the anticipation <laughs> is building. <laughs> it's the vile red democracy. Yeah. Uh, no, hey, congratulations, you guys. It's always fun to see you. And like I said, um, you're a big part of, of who we are and, and you know how we've gotten to where we are. I don't even know if you're aware of that, but it's true. Well, I'd true. have to say the same thing for yeah, you guys. I mean, totally. you were the yeah. first ra- and only radio internet, <laughs> internet, internet radio <laughs> show willing to interview us. So, uh, Well, we were happy to do it. We've been, yeah. been, been big fans of yours for uh, a long time. We love the sound you guys dropped down. Uh, you're an integral part of the family that is the uh, Tacoma and South Sound music scene, and it wouldn't be the same without you. So congratulations on the brand new CD. Good luck at the CD release party. We're going to be there. We'll be rooting for you, and we're, we're all looking forward to it. So, uh, everybody, we will see you on Friday, January 13th, with these guys, the Vile Red Falcons. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Cool, hey, thanks. thanks. Appreciate it. you dance right get up out your seat i know you can't help it i know you want to we're gonna help you get down get smart yeah just dance y'all i just clap in the dead of the night when the reporters are tucked into bed all snugly and tight and no cameraman so all actions are out of sight that's when they go and veto your soul that's when they plant the evil seed to sow like Rick and Bob Marley in a toe with cancer and letting it grow I know cause the CIA told me so that's when they get down with evil they get down and dirty they get real low like whoa that's when they pass legislation that'll put your whole freedom on hold they'll take it away it's so cold I'm talking peace by peace by peace by precious peace so slow until it's all gone before you even know I hope you understand what can all right I so want to play that entire song but you're just gonna have to tune in to NWCZ radio because that is such a kick-ass song <laughs> and they have a great video too and you can go on to um, YouTube or all over and put it type in Josh Reisberg or boombox massacre versus Josh Reisberg or however you want to do it uh, it'll be up on our website, NWCZ Radios, this video sometime next week. It'll be a video of the day, without a doubt, uh, in the studio it's right It's titled now. what? It's, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't say it's titled Don't Be Late. Okay. And it's, it's. I'm sorry about that. I was late. <laughs> I, was, I was late. I was waiting so yeah. I could go look it up, man. I was like, late to the party on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you just figure it, just Google it. I, you know. Uh, no, I've been waiting for this for a long time because I'm, I'm a huge fan of Josh Reisberg. He is Strictly Tacoma and South Sound, and I wanted him badly on this very first episode because we're coming out of the box strong. Boom, true. Representing uh, Tacoma and in all of its glory, and we've had uh, three distinct styles, and this is one that uh, you know a lot of people a may not understand, or uh, you know they're kind of curious, uh, you know, like oh I thought it was all this that and the other thing, but this Josh Reisberg is a guy who. Uh, has been transported into the future, has seen it, <laughs> came back. Somehow made it back. And he's come back, and he's telling us all about Wait, it. I, I, I get, hear the story. When did you go to the future? I've been to the past also. <laughs> yeah. When I listen to been this there, guy, when I listen to his stuff, I get, I'm seriously, I get transfixed. I have to actually dedicate time because he's so 
smart and he's got so uh-huh. much to say that it's impressive and and he's also a poet and a spoken word artist and a, a hip-hop artist and he's also has his man uh, boombox massacre in here guys welcome to the show wow thank, thank you, you very much for that <laughs> yeah, intro. how about that intro huh man it's all downhill from there. <laughs> like, like, how do we get them? How that happen? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> up <it's>, the checkbook. <laughs> uh, but like I said, uh, that song right there, "Don't Be Late," and, and they have a video of it. And if you watch the video, it's solid Tacoma. I mean, um, they uh, filmed around town, and it's Tacoma people, and you really get a feel for what's going on here and and who we are. And we love that because we're proudly South Sound on this program. Yep. Uh, we have bands from, you know, all over the Northwest on the station mm-hmm. and even on our show. But at, 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 the, at the apex, at the crutch, at our heart, we're Tacoma. That's right. <laughs> and um, I think these guys represent it very well. Let's talk to you first, Josh. Um, tell us a little bit about... Uh, your history. I know you grew up in the hilltop area, which a lot of people uh, are afraid of that area. And, you know, they 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 are, man. I mean, I still talk to people and I say I'm from Tacoma. and They go, oh, man, do you ever go to hilltop? Like, you know, like there's still, you know, shit going down I there. I had people yeah. say that kind of stuff to me when I said I was moving here. And I'm like, are you kidding? I'm coming from Phoenix. <laughs> How bad can hilltop be? Really? Well, uh, there was a time. There was a time. <laughs> there was a time. But tell us tell us about uh, your growing up in Tacoma and your and your little bit about your history uh basically you know i i was i grew up in tacoma my family moved here when i was a baby i wasn't actually born here but i'm raised here uh and i lived i lived all around upper and central tacoma um i became you know really connected to the hilltop community in about 2000 you know right around 2000 when i when i uh you know moved out of my parents house got my own place there uh, got some roommates and started working in the neighborhood for a local newspaper that's not there anymore called The Facts, mm-hmm. Tacoma Facts. Um, so I became really, really entrenched with the people and the community in there. Um, Where did you go to school around here? I went to Stadium High School. I went to Truman Middle School, Downing Elementary, all Tacoma. Um, I went to Tacoma Community College. Alumni, baby. Yeah. You and me. I knew we had it. <laughs> a few of us actually got out of there. You went, you're an alumni. <laughs> well, when did you uh, when did you first uh, make a make an attempt at um, at hit at hit, we'll go hip-hop, with the hip hop yeah. route first because I know uh, you also have this other thing where you do poetry and spoken word, which is absolutely fantastic. But right now we're gonna zero in yeah. on the hip hop. When did you first give that an attempt uh and and how was that right um well uh you know i i had been a hip-hop fan since i mean i was could since i understood what i was listening to mm-hmm. you know when i was five years old i i was diehard hip-hop fan uh so i actually was a b-boy when i was a little kid that's that's what that's what got me into hip-hop um being a b-boy what's a uh, b-boy? break dancing okay Breakdancing, popping and locking. Flashback to the eighties. Okay, yeah. I didn't know. So that I started out. I started out as a break dancer, and um, I was, you know, lucky enough to know the first rappers from Tacoma, Criminal Nation, General Wojak. I'm talking about. They're all older than me, but I was friends with their little brothers and their cousins. So when I was very young and impressionable, you know, uh, elementary, middle school age, I was seeing what was going on with Tacoma hip hop, you know, we're talking like the mid to eight 
to late 80s, early 90s. Dude, I haven't heard criminal na- the word criminal nation in, in, in regards to Tacoma literally in 15 years. <laughs> yeah. That's blowing my mind here. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I had one of their tapes. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. You should play one of their songs on the radio. I know. <laughs> we'll have to look that up. Yeah, yeah. go up my parents' yeah, attic they, now. Yeah, look, you know, def- definitely <laughs> look them up. If you're listening at home, to... definitely look them up because that's, that's real hip-hop Tacoma education for you right there. Um, so that's how I got involved. Um, after, you know, um, I was a B-boy, you know, I, I stayed a B-boy all the way up to high school, um, you know, trying, had little breakdance crews, battling people, uh, even when it wasn't cool anymore, you know, we're talking like the early nineties now. Uh, um, and I was, I, you know, I always was connected make to hip hop. I hope so. I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> and, uh. I, I was always connected to hip hop, but I, I didn't want to like be a corny rapper on stage with the mic, just walking around in a circle. Just, it just didn't appeal to me, even though I love rappers and MCs. I just, you know, I just didn't want to be another one if I didn't really feel like I had anything to give. So, uh, you know, I went back to just being a fan. Um, then I started to write personally. Uh, and that's when I got into poetry. So now we're talking, this is even, you know, this is post college here. Um, so for a while after breakdancing, I was just just a person. I wasn't expressing myself creatively. I wasn't an artist. Um, you know, then I decided to write and um I was a fan of lyrics and poetry, the the into the intelligent part of hip hop, you know, MCs that were smart, mm-hmm. that read a lot, that did research, that talked about stuff, um, you know, that that impressed me, you know, knowledge Relevant, and yeah. stuff like that. So when I realized that I could basically do that just alone, just as a poet, you know, I could, I could be, you know, kind of an MC with just, just as a poet, um, that when I saw people doing that, that's, that's what made me want to do that. Cause it was like the best part of hip hop and lyrics, uh, just without all the, just all the extra stuff that was well, like annoying to me. And it's been successful for you because, uh, a lot of people may not know this, but Josh, uh, has been hired at different points as an artist in residence at like in t- schools in Tacoma, Lakewood, uh, Seattle, and around. He's also a lot of his work uh, has been commissioned by like the Tacoma Arts Museum, Tacoma History Museum, Tacoma Public Library, Seattle Art Museum. Very artsy cat here. Very smart guy. Um, your works that have gone into the art museums isn't your written word. Actual visual art? Uh, no. Uh, poetry, yeah, oh, like right commissioned on. to mm-hmm. to do performance style poetry gotcha. alongside a visual awesome. art installation or uh, for a special event there. Now, do you write stuff specific for that? Or they, I or? do, yeah, yeah. Like a, if somebody is listening and they want a commissioned spoken word piece, like I will do that for you hmm. for right a on. negotiable I have a price. Statue of a giraffe that yeah. I'm working on. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> He'll take you there. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, this guy. <laughs> if you sit down and listen to his stuff, it's a mind bender, and he he is he is educating you, and you have to write down things and go to Google. Excellent. It, it's it is an exercise awesome. in. Partici- I'm a Wikipedia that. It's an exercise in participation if you're paying attention to what's going on with. It's with not Josh just Reisberg. music. It's an education. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Just like this song, we're gonna go into another one. This is off of Boombox Massacre versus Josh Reisberg, and this is titled Seventh. Oh man, I don't want to do my math homework. Math sucks. I don't understand math. What up, y'all? Josh Reisberg, your supreme mathematician. Your math lesson today is the number seven. You know nobody you know can kick a number like me. Don't deny it. 
Listen up. The metaphysical properties of the number seven. Here we go. My ancient supreme math, it's our perfect, our planet's path around our stellar mass. It's right and exact, on point and attack. It's actual fact, that shit is sharp as attack. Sharp a yang, as a yang, yang to the yin. Let us let math class now begin. It's seven cardinal virtues equals seven deadly sins. Seven layers of skin, seven primary colors to blend. It goes one mouth plus two eyes plus two ears plus two nostrils equals seven holes in your face. It's seven notes in an octave. It's seven body chakras, seven days in the week, seven braids in the fades of Egyptian and Olmec reliefs. How many? Seven Mandingo ships came here before Columbus done run up on us. 1,492 equals small math. My math is humongous. This shit's humongous. It's lucky seven, it's seven eleven, it's seven heaven, it's seven day theory, it's seven science. It's lucky seven, it's seven eleven, it's seven heaven, the seven day theory, it's seven science. All right, seven science is the name. What I tell you, you guys gonna have to start looking shit up. <laughs> I knew a lot about what he's talking about. Actually, yeah. Hey, um, all that metaphysical numerology stuff. Yeah. You know me. It's fantastic. And this is just we're scratching the surface. This is your third album, right? It is. So you, yeah. we're scratching the surface by just playing clips of three songs off of this one. And I'm telling you, you go back into them. You dig deep into Josh, Tip and of the uh, it's it's fantastic stuff. I'm a huge fan. Hey, let's introduce uh, Boombox Massacre. How you doing, bro? I'm doing well. Tell us about uh, Boombox. Where you, what's your story? Where you come from? How'd you get hooked up in this project? Well, I'm actually originally from Tri-Cities. I grew up, I wasn't born there, born in Portland, grew up in Tri-Cities, and then uh, moved out here to the Northwest. Um, and actually got my start in terms of doing projects with a lot of Tacoma artists. You, I don't know if, may or may not have heard, dropped a lot of mixtapes with like Doe Kane, mm-hmm. R.A. Dub, AWOL. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a, oh, he's an old school cat from Tacoma. So... Really just, it was just a natural progression. You know, I had to link up with Josh. You know, he's he's a figure here in Tacoma, so. So you're the one laying down the sound. You're laying down the mix. Yep. And how do, how is that, <clears throat> that's, to me, that's that's got to be a, a challenging position because you have, a, you have the artist who's writing the poetry and writing the lyrics. And then uh, tell us about how that works. Does he bring it to you? Then you hear tracks and you lay it down? Or do you have the tracks first and he has to match to you? Yeah, we uh, I pretty much we pretty much just I emailed him a bunch of different tracks that I felt fit his style and uh, that's that was the end result. What kind of, how's what kind of uh, a setup do you have? Um, how do you how do you come up with uh, tracks and different beats and and string them together and, and put because you know a lot of people can get you know whatever Garage Band on their uh, or you know go get mm-hmm. you know whatever some equipment and just software go online and just download some clips and beeps and blips (laughs) but it takes real talent for guy who to know what he's doing to actually string it out and and make a you know like make a full song and and uh so what's that process like for you well i have uh i i grew up in the in the computer era you know (laughs) and what i mean by that is i i you know i'm not gonna lie i'm not some crazy you know genius with guitars and you know keys and whatnot but i I'm really good with the various software programs and mm-hmm. I have gigs upon gigs upon gigs of instruments, sounds, and I use a program called Reason. It's very, very user-friendly and um, just basically, I mean, sometimes I'll just have an idea in my head, like if, if it's a theme I'm going for, if it's 
or I'll just be, you know, hitting keys and, oh, that little progression sounds nice. Let's build off of that. So it, it really just depends on that particular moment in time. You know, I mean, sometimes I'll come with like a real thought out process of how I want to make this particular track sound or it'll just be very random. You know, I'll just now, use sound effects. Now, yeah. in the video, uh, you guys are walking around and uh, Josh is doing his thing. And then uh, there's uh, it. you in the video. I see you saying, I think it's don't be late. Or what is that actually you? Because it's actually the voice is modulated. Sometimes it's real low, no, and then it goes no, real high. That, no, that's, that's you. Yeah, you're yeah. just playing along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can't he was acting. Yeah, no, it's great, man. It's very cool the way they play off each other, and they're just rolling around. Yeah, town. my my undergraduate's actually in theater, so that's how I was able to play. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, hey, Josh, tell us about the. Uh, well, let me first hit the folks to uh, some things going on. Uh, this. January, on January 19th at Hell's Kitchen, and it is titled Word Third Thursday. And it's every third Thursday, correct? Yep. yep. At Hell's Kitchen in Tacoma, 9 o'clock. Uh, Josh hosts. Isn't that Art Walk Night, too? Third yes, Thursday? Yeah. it is. Cool. And it's only three bucks, and you host an open uh, a me spoken and Mr. word thing. It's No, uh, this one is uh, me and Mr. Vaughn host. It's a hip-hop oh, it's, show. Oh, it's, oh. it's every third. It's just a monthly Get together, yeah. Hip hop. We book four okay. to five artists every month. Some of the top artists. Mm -hmm. Mr. Vaughn, good friend of the station. Definitely, as well. definitely. Uh, every Friday at uh, say this again. Every time. Friday at six p.m., I teach a spoken word poetry class workshop um, at the Dash Center for the Arts, right on South Fifteenth and MLK, right. right in Hilltop, right in Tacoma. Uh, the class is open to the public. Uh, just contact Dash, look them up on Facebook to sign up. They got scholarships. It's all ages for you, your kids, your grandma, and so and everybody. So take me through a class of that because I find that that's interesting because I've listened to some of your spoken word and it's fantastic. So how do you how do you approach spoken word and then how do you teach that to somebody? Because yeah. it, se it seems like it's a very personal thing. It is. That's what I teach. I don't teach people to do poetry like me. Mm -hmm. You know, I just facilitate hopefully bring out people's like inner poet uh their their own words uh their own style and that's that's what i try to accomplish just make them more comfortable with their their creative output so you know we do exercises on you know voice control breath control how to think uh how to outline a poem how you know um the certain steps that i or other poets use to to write a poem, finish a poem, memorization techniques, stage techniques, voice projection. I bring in other famous local poets from the area because we all do it different. Mm -hmm. um, so everybody, so there'll be other people in there throughout the weeks to give them other pointers. So it's really just a workshop. I'm more of a facilitator. It's every Friday? It's every Friday. Is that something you charge for or is it just there, the There's public? a fee. Uh, it, through the center. Through the center. Okay. And it's more of like a membership fee. I gotcha. Uh, they got different packages and they so have, have scholarships. you have to be a member to Dash you, to get into that? You have to at least you can you can become a member or you could pay for an individual class i see it's super it's a lot cheaper if you pay to become a member you and all they want you to do is commit to going to a certain amount of classes okay so sounds you, better than any lit class or uh poetry <laughs> class oh, yeah. i ever took oh I'm yeah it's good you. energy down there lots of kids and lots of local um 
your voice as a as a uh, as a rapper or as a do you, would you do you go in the hip hop category or how do you define what Yeah, we need yeah. we need some categorization <laughs> around here. Well, yeah. I I've, I've met define lots of different me. ones and sometimes you say, "Oh, so you're a rapper." And then, no, 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 I'm a hip hop artist. And yeah. then you say, "Well, you're in the hip hop." No, I'm a rapper. And I I honestly don't know the difference. Yeah. To be honest, but uh, I don't really think anybody does anymore. But, <laughs> well, uh, couldn't you? I mean, I mean, if you want to get technical, you could rap to probably almost any music, but hip hop is a specific sort of genre of music, right? Kind of the way I see it. Yeah, well, hip hop is is an is a is a culture that encompasses rap. Mm-hmm. Rap is the vocal aspect of hip hop. Uh, it's also turned into two two different categories in a way. People that take themselves really seriously as a lyricist might might shy away from the term I'm a rapper. They might say I'm a hip hop artist. Somebody who is just hustling words, making money, just rhyming, they might be okay with being called a rapper. Mm-hmm. And they might be like, oh, I'm just pimping words, it's you know, whatever. Personal preference there. Yeah. Huh? Me, I'm I'm an artist. I'm a poet. I'm a spoken word artist. I rap. I you know, I'm a member of the hip hop culture community. Were you like real smart in school? Not in school. I mean, I consider myself real smart, not in school. Seriously, I mean, if you listen to his stuff, I like this guy must have been, you know, like a Mensa member or something. I think I've I've had teachers, you know, but none that I ever found in the Tacoma Public Schools. If if you're listening, (laughs) superintendent, step your game up. Uh, I think most most people you meet in (laughs) life that you find truly intelligent, I think probably it wasn't quite the same because the real world's a different game than public school. I was a straight C student. I was unmotivated. (laughs) I was not, I'm, I might be smart, intelligent, but I have a problem with authority and, you know, I'm not, I'm not showing up (laughs) on time and conforming and I'm not pulling up my pants for the principal and, you know, so. Well, let's yeah, go into another track. We're going to come back and talk more with uh, Boombox, Ma- Boombox Massacre and Josh Reisberg. This is titled Hugs from a Mother. What up, my sister and all my matriarchs? I love you. Go hug your mama. I've seen single mothers running 247 and 365 just so they babies didn't have to feel like a motherless child out of single mom. But that's the modern day Jesus Christ. Who else can lay claim to making such a sacrifice of whole life? Now I am spitting like a magician. Like, look, mom, no hands. Only a single mother possessed that real inner strength most men don't even have. Now your moms, your moms, your moms in a business Can't you see, girl? Your mom's trying to end this You better not miss this You better bear witness to a mother Who understands the basis of life like no other That's worth to your life and that's worth to your mother We all have respect for mothers ingrained Deep down inside our DNA Cause about the worst thing you could ever say Is to bust someone with a mama joke Let that be the realest thing that I ever spoke Let that be the truest thing that I ever wrote And it had to be someone just like my mom Who came up with that slogan, food See, only a mom could be so fundamentally right on And only a mom could speak with such salam And only a mom could be so in tune with what's right And only a mom could be so connected with the science of life Not a father, the son, and the Holy Ghost That don't make a holy trinity, it doesn't even come close See, the deception of religion started it all If you take women out the equation, that equal 
Cause humanity's downfall And we've seen what happens to humanity Alright, you want to hear the rest of that? You gotta tune in NWCZradio.com Cause we, we got Josh Reisberg And Boombox Massacre oh, yeah. We got them loaded up I'm excited about playing all this stuff I made Voxy cry <laughs> Cause she's Not a mama. many men can she's, say that She not only has a mama But she is a mama So you know yeah. She's talking about me We had that debate earlier Let's stay away from what's going on over what, there What, making boys cry? No <laughs> About a hot mama Oh, (laughs) hey! uh, When did you find your voice as a uh, as a as a hip hop artist? Though Um, it's you know, there's lots of different avenues and paths to express yourself in in that arena, and you have a distinctive style. I mean, as soon as as soon as you start speaking, I immediately know (laughs) who it is, and that is a that's a that's a great sign of somebody who is putting themselves out there and putting like a, you know, like a stamp on this is me. How, when, when did you find that? Um, I mean, truthfully, I've always been like really sharp tongued and uh, really able to manipulate words and win arguments. I always felt myself to be very vocally strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started to do poetry and I was writing about, what I was reading, and I was doing it in my language, which is hip hop, when I was began sharing my poetry to my friends who are rappers, uh, they were like, man, you should just rap. You know, like, that's cool that you do poetry and keep doing that, but like, will you rap on a song with me? Will you do the intro to my album? Will you host my show and do poetry in between the rappers when they're, you know, setting up and starting? So that's how I started. I was co-signed by my heroes in the local hip-hop community to do what I'm doing now to speak my own voice to do my own style of poetry through the hip-hop medium I mean I was pushed to do that by the people that I respected um, and so it just happened really organically I mean the, the, the reason why I started to write was I think is because I was heartbroken at the time. I think I got my heart broken by a girl. <laughs> it really you know? Isn't that how it always starts? You know, yeah, like, it always starts. Write this down way. right yeah. now. Yeah, and so I like I pain and, and anger. Pain and anger. So I was heartbroken, and I felt the need to like write a cheesy ass sad poem. <laughs> right. Uh, when I wrote it, you know, I realized that it had like a rhythm to it. That it had you know spoken word qualities. That that this poem that I had just wrote for myself could be translated to uh to the public that it could be uh, that the public could appreciate it that it could be performed that it could be more than just read off a page you know Mm -hmm. that it could be listened to Mm -hmm. and so i read those first poems to my friends and they were like man that's just that's spoken word poetry you know uh Def Jam poetry on HBO was big at the time. Saul Williams was a big poet at the time, still is. And they, I realized that that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I just started to do it. You so, know, the hip hop community actually resurrected, in my opinion, uh, you know, poetry being cool. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and, 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 and the poetry you know, slam. I don't like the word mainstream, but mainstream is like, oh, oh, you write poetry? You know, you're a weenie. Right. It's like, yeah, whatever, dude. Why don't you listen <laughs> oh, to this? Oh, when we were growing up, if you wrote poetry, you were right. a huge sister. Yeah, That's so, true. but, you know, yeah, like, uh, you know, with BET and uh, with Deaf Comedy Jam mm-hmm. and all that, suddenly... Yeah. Suddenly, you know, a lot of those, it wasn't, it's like, they weren't even, you know, rapping anymore. It was like, you were actually hearing people solo and that was new for me when I, you know, Mm -hmm. when I was younger, I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you this. Uh, We're going to, I'm going to tiptoe into these waters. Um, uh, 
rap on, and hip hop world is primarily African American uh, driven, and you, you guys are white. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for those what? for those of you who can't see yeah. it what? <laughs> so I mean I'm, I'm always curious about this I've also asked you know several of, of uh, our artists that have come in here who are African American about, about mm. this um, have you ever felt um, you know like have you ever felt like you had to try harder or how do you feel accepted in that realm I, go ahead I've personally never had to I don't feel I don't think it's necessarily a, a race-based issue. It's more of just a, I guess, a, a thought process. Mm-hmm. I think if you're genuine and talented, then there's no, you know, well, no real barriers there. Yeah, a lot of, I mean, hip-hop, there's so many different routes you can use. You can use, like, I, I grew up listening to heavy metal. I still, to this day, love heavy metal. But, I don't know, I just think, I think hip-hop, you can do, hip-hop, you can be a lot more experimental than some of these other, in, in my opinion, mm-hmm. for like, you can add you know, all kinds of sounds. Yeah, you can you can make and, it. Yeah. You can almost make it metal, like Tech Nine. Yeah. If you guys know who Tech Nine True. is, he oh, has sure. some very heavy metalish. Well, and the reason I'm asking is because I remember when uh, Sugar Hill Gang first hit with mm-hmm. Rapper's Delight. That was the first time we had <laughs> heard of that, and it was. It was, you know, I'm balling. He's like, actually literally old enough to actually tell this for real. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I had the, I had the CD, man. It was him, and we were we'd be out on the, uh, you know, in the in the schoolyard in the summers playing hoops with all the the brothers and so forth, and and they would give me sort of a half look when I would show up and I would like, check this out. Let's listen to it, and they'd be like, "Where do you, you know, what are you listening to that for?" And so I That's got not to, Glenn Campbell. Right? <laughs> I, well, it wasn't Journey or whoever else was at the time. And uh, I got, uh, and so I got the distinct impression from some of my friends that there was, you know, hey, that's, you're kind of crossing a line. But um, I, now the walls have been broken down. Yeah. And uh, I think it's fantastic, is what I do. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you said it right there that, uh, that there, that there, there has been more, more divisions in the past. And now, like you say, it's, Hip hop is a global culture. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change how and who started it and where it started. Mm-hmm. So that always does need to be remembered, respected, revered, recognize that that's that that's where that this art form came from, and that that um you know it's it's the sole purpose to express uh you know opinion you know people in the streets opinions you know youth in the city's opinions that's that's where where it started but it started. Uh, you know, it started, I do think, with, with glo- globality in mind. I mean, I think when, when all those elements combine, you know, when dancing and music and words and art and culture and fashion, when it all combined, it, was, it's a, it became a global commodity that everybody, that a lot of people all throughout the world recognized. And I mean, I think hip hop has been, has become cemented as, a culture that will always be around. It's a music that will always be around. You know, uh, jazz will always be here. Rock and roll will always be here. It's players, it's content, it's formation, motion, sound will change. But it's something about 
certain genres that become forever. Well, I also think uh, you guys have become like the street preachers of the day, but in a good way. Like you're streaming the consciousness of the people and you guys are telling it from, you know, like the old soapbox or whatever. You're like the town crier these days where you guys are seeing it. Mm -hmm. You're writing it down in a poetry form, which is like Gimmer pointed out, was kind of an outdated fashion, Mm -hmm. but you brought it up to the level of where everybody's understanding. Do you also draw um, from the reggae community? Because I know I've, in your songs, I've heard references to Bob yeah. Marley and and uh, different uh, aspects that I caught that seemed to come from the reggae uh, aspect. Uh, you know, not so much musically. I mean, I left. I like to spit some patois every once in a while just for fun. Uh, but uh, uh, in terms of reggae, I'd say it's more of like a Rastafari, Haile Selassie mm-hmm. uh, connection that I feel. Uh, I mean, you know, if you study. Jamaica, if you study Ethiopia, you realize, you know, you'll learn Ethiopia's history as, uh, you know, uh, you know, they consider themselves a lost tribe of Israel, black Israelites. I'm Jewish. Uh, so we're all family. Nation of Kush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, and hey, that's fantastic. And I've, I've been to Jamaica and I've visited a lot of those, uh, cool. a lot of the places that, uh, you know, Bob Marley's home. I've been mm. to his birthplace and a lot and Tough Gong Studios and a lot mm-hmm. of the uh, the places that are mentioned in, in Tosh and all those guys. Mm-hmm. And it's a fascinating culture. Um, real quick, tell people where they can get a copy of Boombox Massacre versus Josh Reisberg. Well, if you come to my shows, any of my shows, I'll have a physical copy for you. We do have physical copies printed up. Um, other than that, you can download that album, all three of my albums for free at joshreisberg.bandcamp.com. For free? Yeah, well, three albums crazy for free. town. It's yeah. unbelievable. Is that up on your Bandcamp yeah, page you can, too? Yeah, you can get that also at boomboxmasker.bandcamp.com. And all of his music too. And there's a lot of, like he said, he's worked with AWOL, Docane, Handlebar Raw. These are all uh, very proficient MCs in Tacoma. Folks, I can't tell you how cool that is that you can go and download those for free it's phenomenal material uh you will be transfixed uh i believe like i was and you will you will be no- way more knowledgeable by the time <laughs> you're done uh and you will wear out your google search that's all <laughs> i'm saying hey guys it's, i'd love to talk forever we gotta we gotta get rolling rolling on the show but uh we want to have you guys back in sometime cool. and yep. uh I, you were telling me earlier that people can start hearing you on the weekly volcano show yes i'll be in here the last wednesday of every month during the weekly volcano radio show doing uh, a radio version of what's is what's the word which is my weekly hip-hop column every week at at the uh, in the weekly volcano if it's full they run it online but it's every week yeah. sometimes and, on, we, and volcano radio can be heard right here on nwcz radio every wednesday night from 8 to 9 p.m. So welcome to that. No, that's, they're, they're, no. They're, that's actually, that's actually that's my, my show on Oh, that's Thursday night. Thursday night. Thursday night. Is it going to be Sorry. Thursday? Is that when They tape is? on Wednesday. It's actually okay. aired on Thursday. Got I got new talent on my show. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, man. <laughs> You're right. It is on Thursday, Thursday. from 8 yeah. to 9. <laughs> the, last, uh, the last Thursday of every month. Check out Ro- uh, Josh. <laughs> we're, we're all messed up now. Hey, most of all, Excellent work, you guys, and uh, thank you so much for coming in and sharing your talent with us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for the kind words. Can I just give two shout-outs real quick? I want to say what's up to DJ Iceman, Mr. Vaughn, and Sweatbox Entertainment, and E-Tree. Welcome back, my friends.
through the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. All right, everybody, it's that time where we are going to give you our, each of us, we'll give you five events that you can attend this week somewhere in the Puget Sound region. Let's start it off with the Gimmer. Tuesday night down at the Hub, 6 to 8. It's free, $50 every round. Trivia. Bring your friends. You can be teams. Nice. And, you know, split the, you know, cash. No big deal. Right. Thursday night. Or buy a beer. Thursday night, Hell's Kitchen, Dick Dale with Girl Trouble, Cole Laos, and the Graceland Five. That is twenty dollars, twenty-two dollars at the door. Awesome. Friday night, you have at Hell's Kitchen yet again. Mm-hmm. Our friends Argonaut and Umber Sleeping. A couple other acts on the bill. Five dollars, no big deal. Awesome. Then you want to head down down to the New Frontier so you can check out the Vile Red Falcons. Pick up their CD down at the New Frontier. Nine o'clock. Five dollars. Saturday night, head on down to El Corazon for Fu Manchu, uh, Witchburn, and Tacoma's Helms Lee. And Big Wheel Stunt Show is playing the after party in the lounge. Awesome. Foxy. Okay, I got Thursday the 12th, the Raphael Twank. I can never say Tranquilino. <laughs> band with uh, Jason Child's band and Tobacco and the Good Kid at the Nectar in Seattle. <clears throat> also, Thursday the 12th uh, at the Mix in Seattle is Body Box, Animals and Cars, and Sometimes Astronauts. At the Mix. At the Mix. Friday the 13th, Jazz Bones, Kim Archer. Mm. Um, also Friday the 13th at the High Dive in Seattle is Mothership, Post-Adolescence, and the Dignitaries. Nice. Mm. And then Saturday the 14th at the Old Rainier Brewery in Seattle is the Orb Art Walk. Presents Fire and Ice. Big art walk performances. We've There'll be lots that. of bands With Fire there. and Ice. I don't, I don't know all the bands that are there because I didn't see a list, but there's going to be bands there playing. I'm going to be there selling jewelry and shit. And we've heard about it. That's awesome. Okay, here we go. Uh, Monday, you have free movie night at the Acme Grub Cage in Tacoma, and it is Italian night. So get your ass down. It starts at 7 o'clock. Mamma mia. Tuesday, El Corazon. You have Total Chaos, Coosbane, Pissed Drunks, Dreadful Children, and I Defy. $8 advance, 10 at the door. Starts at 8. Friday the 13th, New Frontier. Vile Red Falcons, The Fuzz, and Surreal Sutra. Saturday the 14th at Louis G's, Jupiter Order is going to hit the stage in full glory. Also Saturday the 14th, go check out Sleepy Pilot at The Space in Tacoma, 729 Court C. That is Sleepy Pilot. He's got some great stuff going. Those are our picks. All right, everybody. It's been great to have you along. It's uh, we're we're glad to be here. Happy we're like Tebow. All we do is win, baby. Oh, mama. <laughs> hey, we'll see you next week. We got another great show coming at you right here on nwczradio.com or go to our uh, our own page nwconvergencezone.com. Catch us in podcast all Thank week. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. <laughs>